0: come and see one of these live if you can. There's lots of shows coming up in Salford on May the 25th, then Wakefield. We've got two shows at King's Place near King's Cross in London on the 10th and 17th of June, and I'm aiming for big star names for those ones, so do book now if you want to come to those, and Edinburgh Fringe throughout August. Also check out rahalastapa.co.uk That website is getting very close to being ready, if not ready, right now and you can learn all stuff about the podcast, yes, and become a badger and help us make more More podcasts and get access to all the backstage interviews and much much more enjoy your podcast in my fan friends ladies and gentlemen welcome to the leicester square theater please welcome a man who has committed many crimes but the police will never catch him he's richard (laughs) harry oh yeah hello oh you're much better than last week's audience so it's welcome to the show (laughs) <laughs> welcome welcome to uh the the uh the show this podcast it is called as you'll know uh richard herring's large size telescope podcast it's just a podcast there's now we changed the brief of it it's just going to be about telescopes but large large size ones we're not interested in little telescopes i don't have to tell you <laughs> what size those are going to be uh though i was talking to some klingon speaking star trek fans uh and they said, <laughs> um, Which means, where's the bathroom? But when they came back from the bathroom, uh, they said... <laughs> they all needed a wee. Uh, they call it us. I don't know <laughs> that's going to catch on. So we're going to meet some of our uh, audience. We've got a, a chippy, beardy man in the front row. Uh, so, uh, who works in IT. What's your name, sir? Uh, my name's David Frew. Your name's David Frew? Oh, you, you're the man who's... I know who you are. This is a man... <laughs> This is a man who has to pretend to be David Frew this week because David Frew, the nuclear physicist, couldn't use his tickets. And so, it, this is, you look a little different than I remember. Is the beard Is the beard a new thing? Um, what do you... I would, let's, pretend, let's pretend you have an alternate character. What's your actual name? Twan. Twan, it is Twan. Is that your actual name? It's Shorten. What's the, what's the name that it's shortened from? Antoine. Oh, Antoine. I've, you know, I've never questioned that. I've, I've communicated with you quite a lot in, over the years. Uh, and I've never worked that out. What do you do for a living uh, working in IT? I can't even work. Y- uh, yes. Yes, you yes. work in IT. Is this, your, is this your guest here this evening? Yes. Wow. This is David <laughs> How did... Well, how has this happened? How's this... How do you know a woman? <laughs> what relation is this lady to you? She's just a friend. She's just a friend. That's, that's, that's how it's going to stay, isn't it? Yeah, it's always... He's got your front row tickets. Look at he's got lovely beards. What's your name? Sophie. Sophie, what do you do for a living, Sophie? Uh, I've just been fired. You've <laughs> just been fired, me too. What were you doing before you got fired? I in the radio in the You work in the radio, so I just got fired from writing a TV script. You and me are very similar, and so things that you've found on such hard times. You're still a very beautiful woman, you don't have to hang around with this guy. So it's It's fine. However low your self-esteem is today, you're, you're better than that. You're better than him. No offence. It's just... It's just reality. Love to see you. Thank you for coming along. To I, hope, I, hope things, I hope things... Why did you get fired? Were you bad? Did you do something wrong? Um, I just wasn't very good. You weren't very good? <laughs> you have to be really bad to get fired from the media. So is to this. Good luck in finding... It. Are you looking for a new job in radio? No, what are you going to... What, whatever are you going to move into? Freelance. freelance. I mean, that isn't a job, though, just being freelance. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, well, I'm sorry to hear. I, got, I, got, I know how much it hurts, because I, I was doing a writing job, and I got basically sacked. They told me I was really great, but they didn't want anything that I'd written. Uh, so... <laughs> If I'd been there, I'd just said, yeah, it's great. We're just going to get the other guys to have a look at it and then not... I wouldn't have told me that I was bad. I would just let me find out when they turned on the telly to watch my episode. Uh, so, that's what I'd have done. It's a cruel business. It's a cruel business. You'll be fine. I'm telling you, you're going to be fine. Stick with Tuan. <laughs> <laughs> Stick with... I just signed it it's so unlikely that you two have even ever met. That is, that is what... that's. Is... <laughs> um, but it's, it's great. It's great that you're friendly. Uh, so, um, we... <laughs> Gonna move on to another weird man now. Uh, He's uh, he's probably best. My next guest, this sorry, my only guest, (laughs) (laughs) nearly gave it away. Sorry, we covered it. We covered it. He's probably best, and the reason you're here tonight is to see him because he's best known for being on Celebrity Lego Masters at Christmas, (laughs) not the rest of the year. No idea why that is. Will you please welcome Joel Domit ladies and gentlemen, (laughs) Celebrity Lego Master. Come in, sit down. That's your that's your pen. I took your pad. Thank you. I don't very want to walk much. away with your pen. Thank you.
1: Thank you very much. Uh, uh, it's a
0: pleasure to be here. Thanks for having me. It's lovely to have you here. What was Celebrity Lego Masters? I missed that. It was
1: on at Christmas. Yeah, I got
0: that from the title. It was it's on at it, Christmas. It was all in the it's all in the title.
1: And uh, you got given a child just for the episode. <laughs> okay not for the whole life was it and Christmas 1975 <laughs> yes as they say a child is not just for Christmas and um, and then you got given a child and you have to make Lego and um, basically you the child is good at Lego that's okay. the idea and then you get they get celebrities in to <laughs> fuck it up okay. and but that's a really bad idea because the kids take it really seriously <laughs> and then you get Joe Swash just going bah! <laughs> and the kids like what what the fuck are you doing? This is my life. I'm trying to win this fucking show, Joe. <laughs> and so it's uh, it's quite a weird show to be on, really. It's okay. just sort of angry kids and um, and celebrities enjoying themselves way too much. And uh, did you win? It's uh, no, I think we came second. Oh, I story think, of your life. So. <laughs> It's amazing. <laughs> it so I don't know whether you guys know, but I was in a show called "I'm a Celebrity." Give
0: me a... Yes. Well, let's quick. That's quite. That was uh, quite a bold decision to go on. "I'm a Celebrity," wasn't it? Because yeah, a you weren't really one, and b <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: I just like that's the thing. <laughs> I went on. I was letting me get me out of here. It wasn't until I like, they got me out of there that I became a celebrity. <laughs> yeah. It was a very odd show to be in. <laughs> it was it was bold for
0: for an up and coming. I don't think yeah. any up and coming comedians had no. But that's what I really mean. It's a it's a yeah. it's a gamble to take because you know it's a massive exposure. Yeah. Uh, and uh, and. You know, it can go wrong, can't it? If you turn out to be secretly racist, that could be the end of your... (laughs) If you don't know, you go, maybe I'm secretly racist. I don't think I am, but once you're in the jungle,
1: (laughs) it comes out. They should call the show Are You Secretly Racist? (laughs) (laughs) And it's like, because you don't... Honestly, you kind of don't know what's going to happen, because... You're just so hungry, and so everyone is sat there going. I, I mean, am I secretly racist? <laughs> and, and you get really hungry. You're like scared. Of, um, luckily, I wasn't, which is great news for everyone. <laughs> and I um, and yeah, so I it, well, it was a gamble because I was kind of at that point where I was like, people were starting to sort of recognise my Edinburgh shows as being like like, like okay and fun and, like... So I was getting, like, a really nice return customer from that and I was, like, starting to get on stuff and I felt like I was at the start of the... I was at the start of the bigger ladder, you know? And so this show was either going to make me jump to the top of a bigger ladder or fuck the ladder. Yeah. And um, <laughs> so I... Uh, but I kind of decided to, to do it and it kind of turned out all right. Yeah, um, very much so. It's mainly because... I kind of we realized that it's it was basically I think the only big show like that where you can you're allowed to be a comedian on it, and I think there's a lot of comedians that it wouldn't work for and uh the you know the secretly racist ones but like it's, um <laughs> but like for, for me, I'm quite upbeat and nice, and so yeah, because there's no narrator on the show there's you just i would go into that Bush Telegraph. And I'd sit there for hours, uh, hours, right. and just talk to the person. And I'd try to make up jokes every day. I'd try to, like, write jokes for them and just talk to them. And they didn't show any of it, but it's, like, it's just, like. <laughs> and they just showed me to be secretly racist. It's really frustrating. <laughs> but I, um, yeah, and so they just, uh, you know, you could just talk. I just tried to narrate the show. Right. And I didn't, I, didn't I, I was sort of like, why am I still in this? I can't believe I'm still in this. And then I, I saw one of the other contestants getting interviewed. they try and to split you up. But then I saw one of them being interviewed and they were just like, oh, so how do you think the trial's going to go? And they were like, yeah, it's going to be all right. And you're like, <laughs> oh, I'm doing well because I give a funny answer. <laughs> yeah. And then that's, yeah. And then, but it's better that you come second. It's similarly with Emily, I think, because then you haven't got that thing of like, king of the jungle or whatever. It's like you haven't got that hanging over your head. You can just kind of, it's like... Yeah, I, th- I think it's. Hopefully,
0: I've tried to
1: transcend it a little bit. Yeah, transcend. What well, it, but it's
0: all. It's, <laughs> it's, uh... <laughs> I mean, I feel I've transcended it by not being on it. Yeah, yes. it's, uh... <laughs> Totally, totally, absolutely. But, it's, but it sends you down. I mean, it is. It's a. It's a difficult thing to negotiate because you are obviously a stand-up comedian. You're still doing stand-up. Yeah. But it, it sends you into kind of different celebrity world. Yeah. Where a your you know your your life your private life becomes a matter of tabloid interest, uh, but also you're in a, a different sort of branch of entertainment as well yeah so you know it's, it's it's that reality tv thing but it's interesting because that's the only real way to get as a young comedian that's the only way to get yourself t- to tv in any
1: well i think I, I kind of opened a new path you know because uh when it's like i'm sure it was different from you when you were sort of you were you were the younger comedian that sounded bad but like you know i was once like, i was young one. Like, um, <laughs> but like you know there's there was certain part when i was sort of uh, starting out, there was basically one path and that path was you do McIntyre's Roadshow, Alive of the Apollo, Mock the Week, Mock the Week, Mock the Week, Mock the Week. You just keep doing Mock the Week until you sell out a tour. And then that, that basically was kind of the the way.
0: Yeah.
1: And um, and that would, I was kind of, it was starting to get a bit burnt and I, I wasn't on that Mock the Week sort of roster. And so I was and I was, you know, I was getting on a few bits and bobs. So I was just kind of, I actually went to uh, I did Melbourne Comedy Festival and I saw a comedian called Joel Creasy and he was in the show and he then uh, in I'm sorry to get me out of here in the Australian one and he then hosted the extra show afterwards uh, the year after and I saw his show Did
0: they send the Australians to the UK? It's, yeah to a, yes. to a wood in the UK <laughs> Yeah They sort of to Croydon yeah. and <laughs> Like go survive survive at the shopping centre <laughs>
1: um, <laughs> See if you can make it on the tram <laughs> And, uh, yeah, and so and he, 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 I saw his show, and it was, it was great, and it was so fun. And I was like, oh, I feel like this is kind of viable for a comedian, but I feel like everyone discounts it uh, kind of just out of kind of a, you know, I feel like everyone kind of goes, like, oh, reality TV, and that's fine. I get that people are like that. But actually, you can kind of just bring yourself to an entirely new market, and uh, hopefully I did it without shaming myself too much, apart from getting my dick out, but, like, like apart from getting my dick out on the internet, everything else was, went
0: pretty well. <laughs> <laughs> Which I think is a pretty good thing. But even that, I mean, let's talk about that then, seeing that's uh, come up, so to speak. <laughs> I mean, but it, this, is a, this is a very modern kind of cautionary tale, but also it's... You know, you've been caught doing something that m- most young people will have done at some point. At some point. And you haven't really... I mean, let's say I mean, all... Not, you've not... You actually... You know, you, you're the victim of a, a crime, really. Yeah. You know, and you haven't done anything wrong. And I took it to the police and they laughed at me. <laughs> <laughs> so, if people don't know, because I know you have talked about this a, a, a fair amount, but you... So you uh, were catfished, is yes. the is Yes, the, the term. I mean, you were quite stupid. yes. I think naive.
1: It's fair to say. <laughs> Very naive, but it's just like, you know, I, I just, you know, I was, it was a long, quite a long time ago and uh, it, when some, a lady on the internet gives you some affection and you're just like, well, all right, I'll get my dick out. Yeah, That's literally how I went, it was really funny, there was this documentary that came out recently and it was like probably like six months ago, something like that, it was on Channel 4 and it was basically a guy who was investigating the same people that got me and uh, same girl that got me. And uh, he came to one of my tour shows. He literally like banged on the door, the stage door. And I was like, who, who are you? And he said, can I interview you? I've, it was like a real sort of like, you know, fly on the I felt like I was sort of a, on one of those building traders right. <laughs> programs. <laughs> and um, rogue traders think. And it, so he comes to, and he said, can I interview you? And I was like, yeah, all right. And it, it, which apparently I was told by my, my agent is the wrong thing to say, but <laughs> he sat down and we talked about it. He'd been, uh, he'd uh, been catfishing exactly the same way, but he, and he sat, it was, it was so funny because he, when he sat her, he was like really distressed about it clearly. And he was like, oh, so this lady, she contacted me and, um, we, we talked for probably back and forth for about 18 months before I finally got up the courage and I trusted her enough that I had Skype sex with her. Joel, how long did it take you before you trusted her? And I just went, 20 minutes. And he, the look on
0: his face was so, like, he was like, oh, no! It
1: was but so I see, funny, I laughed at the But that's
0: incredible. So, like, what... I mean, it's, it's incredible. For him. I think it's more incredible for him, right? But also for the person doing it, right? It's, an, it's a huge amount of commitment. That's it. They have to pretend to be this person. They have to chat you up or chat with you for maybe eighteen months, yes. which is ridiculous. And then the chances of them getting anything out of it, unless they're just because you know, you, if if they then they then came to you, you got you got video. The thing that you should have spotted was when (laughs) she said, oh, the microphone on my computer's broken. uh, Which is very similar to James Acaster with... uh, when he was talking to Lembert Opik uh, doing his, his, his uh, shuffle thing. We talked about this a couple of weeks ago. Uh, he had his iPod shuffle thing and Lembert Opik turned up and said, oh yeah, my iPod's broken f- for some reason, so I've got this other iPod only full of good songs. That's the uh, difference between me
1: and yeah. Like, I'm talking to a person who I think's got boobs and <laughs> he's talking to Lembert Opik. Yeah,
0: exactly. <laughs> it might well be Lembert yeah, yeah, Opik. Yeah, actually. I'm fairly... But So it's a massive commitment. Yeah, and you what, have to like watch a man masturbating, which maybe you're into, maybe you're not. Who knows? And then you're gonna, some months later, it was, it took a little while for them to get back to you. Yeah, and you were trying to contact the girl because you liked her and wanted to do it again, I presume. <laughs> uh, and um, and then they say, you know, we want three thousand pounds or whatever. Yeah, it was something like that. And yeah. Most people are gonna go, well no because you'll just put the pictures up anyway there's no there's no way there's no way so they're not really going to make much money out of it and then they're investing all this time they ended up selling it for like 50 pounds I think online
1: to like people if they wanted to buy the whole video Okay, Um, it's still available my book is also available but the um, (laughs) uh, but the um, (laughs) I can't tell whether that's clapping or people masturbating (laughs) I don't know whether that's um (laughs) but I uh, yeah that's I think genuinely the last message I said to them was like I mean I should be angry but fair play to you you've really (laughs) played a hell of a game Because it's like, yeah, they've, they've like. I mean, I suppose they're kind of making a living out of it, really.
0: But are they? I mean, this just seems to like, go and get a job, mate. This is a lot I of work. Know. This is hard work. It's so <laughs> much I mean, work. I mean, you still have to look at Joel Dominic masturbating. I, and know. I know. It's like,
1: I mean, it's You're difficult really... for me. I like, mean, and I see it all the time. You know, like I mean, it must be hard when you listen back to your podcast. You're yeah. like, oh, my voice. <laughs> Imagine
0: <laughs> me looking at my own dick. I'm like, oh, I do it like that. <laughs> Well, I don't. I don't listen back to these. so <laughs> It's too embarrassing. I haven't. I'm, it is available online. I haven't seen you masturbating because uh, I didn't want to ruin it in case it happens in real life for me. But that, that, so I think, you know, I, I'm still. I'm just hoping that. That's we'll, for the VIP customers who wasn't paid for. we might talk about that again later. But that's. Uh, uh, you're wearing a beanie hat while you're masturbating, which is embarrassing, and was, you had a. It was quite a grainy image, but you had a post your own poster uh, behind you. Yes. Luckily. <laughs> luckily behind you. I mean if it had been
1: That was the thing it was no, so I just, quick. just to help me out, I'm gonna get that. <laughs> yeah. Sorry.
0: Not really
1: Every doing. now and again. I looked around at my four-star <laughs> review and <I'm> like, <laughs> my fake four-star review from The Guardian. <laughs> yeah it was uh, it's grainy enough that you're like and I haven't got a beard so you could be like oh that's not Joel and then you go there's a massive post that says Joel
0: hit him. I go oh that's
1: Joel that's definitely
0: <laughs> so it's a bit it's but you know they, they did release so you sort of think oh we going to threaten to release it and then they did release it yeah when I, when I went to the jungle yeah, they released so, it then yeah. so they waited till you, you got a bit more famous like, again fair play
1: to him. yeah and this is like no this is the amazing thing um your brother is like a, a good PR, right? Is no, it? no, it's not James. James isn't related to me, but... Oh, anyway. no,
0: yeah. no, they're completely but... wrong information.
1: <laughs> um, but there's someone who's got... Is, is there some...
0: There's James Herring, who used to work for Avalon, weirdly, and used to be... I don't
1: know why I thought he was your brother. Well,
0: because there are... Weirdly... I mean, because he got the same surname. <laughs> and he, and his family are from the same part of the country as me oh. originally. Weirdly, he went to school with a guy called Jeremy Herring, who then directed who then, he then suggested to direct my plays and I only got him to direct my plays because he nearly had the same name as me and he's gone on to be an award-winning amazing director he's very very really good so there's these weird co- coincidences with uh, with that name but yeah he he used to work for Avalon so I knew him quite a long but yeah he's got and his I, own he's so got his own PR company now
1: and I spoke to him before I went into the jungle oh, yeah. because um the the uh yeah so I sort of I wrote the show about it before I went in to the jungle because I knew it was going to come out some point so I was like oh, what I'll do is I'll sort of prepare myself a sort of arsenal of of an hour of jokes about it. Yeah. And then, um, and at that point, it hadn't sort of happened yet. So uh, I'll sort of come, come out yet. So I thought, okay, I'll do. But then that was the, why the decision was kind of even bigger for me to go into the jungle, because I was like, it's definitely going to happen now, because you know it's, they it would be silly to not. Yeah, yeah. not and so I, um, and then I, because the, the, the Edinburgh show story was, because I was trying to trying to find an end to it, it became really mad. So like I, I ended up because so I went to the police and it was all that was all crazy. And I tried to contact the person and I couldn't really get anywhere. I was trying to find the person, and so I ended up um, just uh, screen grabbing and uh, the picture and then uh, put it on Google Image Search and I found the actual real person who was whose profile photo they stole. And, um, and I messaged them, and they lived like down the road. And so, like, they lived like a mile away from me in Greenwich. And so I was like, oh, so I messaged the real person whose real face it was. And I was like, look, I just let you know someone's using your profile. Um, do you like, do you want to meet up? And,
0: um, <laughs> <laughs> and then I've already wanked over what I thought was you. <laughs> so, you know. I reckon you're on to a definite shag if you want one with a bloke who has wanked over you. And then, then and
1: we met up and then we dated for a month. Yeah. It's such a shit, it's such a, I know it's like, wait, wait, but it's genuinely like, a, it's, good, it's a good end, isn't it? How was it that... About- <laughs> Well, I ended up... She, this is the bad thing. She ended up moving back to Russia where she, she, she lived in Russia. She lived in Wales and then, then she moved back to Russia and then uh, we actually had Skype sex. <laughs> right. So that it went full
0: circle. It went full circle. What a beautiful romantic, <laughs> a romantic story. <laughs> if only you'd married her. I think your book would have been a lot better. Uh, but <laughs> Weren't you worried that that might be part of the real long con sting yeah. <laughs> yeah. that they think I think this guy will try and find the real girl and then when he does it'll turn out she's a super double agent she's going to go deep this one He's going to be in a relationship with her, a oh! Then she'll move to, back to Russia, and then we'll get him to send all the money. across. weren't you worried about that? I will, I should. have I, To be fair, I've been caught
1: once, and I, <laughs> I. should probably put my guard up a little. Yeah, I think you and should. Then I met my my fiance on the internet, so I just. There's no hope for me, really. So about <laughs> my current fiance, I start to bad to put current in the front of that word, but,
0: <laughs> <laughs> but. I met my fiance. A current fiance. <laughs> <laughs> <No>. <laughs> 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 there's the first person since Darren Day to use that phrase so uh, it's uh, <laughs> but I mean it's but it's I mean it's it's great for as a comedian that kind of thing is sort of great you'd already yeah. decided to do a show about it I mean you know it's I can see when you've talked about it and I've seen you interviewed about it you're genuinely still embarrassed about it it's yeah. still an awful thing it's, re- to it's happen, really horrible but it's very serious because these guys are doing this to people and you, yeah. you know and kids are uh, uh, getting caught up in this and 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 killing themselves sometimes over this that's it things. it's like genuinely like in school it's like a mad it's a kind of an epidemic
1: really like because it's obviously an easy way to get money out of people like it's an easy like and if you're a kid and you don't you're, you know you're young and you're, you're embarrassed and you like i'm lucky in the position i'm i'm not a teacher or i'm not in a position where i could lose my job or anything and so, like, if anything, I get more work. So it's, uh, I can just.
0: It's uh, almost like you set this up yourself. It's yeah, almost <laughs> like. <laughs> I quite like the idea of people watching me on Pornhub masturbating. I was <laughs> like, it's 50 pounds of
1: video. <laughs> um, and uh, so it's like, yeah, I mean, it's all fun, but, like, it's... Hopefully, if anyone... I did get a lot of messages from people saying, this happened to me, it was really horrible, you helped me deal with it. You know, it's not... It, it's,
0: I'm not saying I'm a hero. <laughs> but, <laughs> of all the wanking men, you're the most heroic wanking man I've ever talked to. I'm wanking man! <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, it is that thing. I mean, I, get, that, I sort of wonder whether we'll get to a point with all this stuff where people go... Oh fucking! The, if the internet proves anything, it's that everyone does everything. Yes. <laughs> that people are disgusting, yeah. especially men, probably, but also oh, yeah. you know.
1: Yeah, it's fine. You
0: know, and that's there's you know, it's just the embarrassment of being caught. I mean, it's if you if it is kids, you know, if it's a, if, if people are doing it to sixteen, seventeen year olds, then you can think, think, God, yeah, that would be so humiliating. And actually, since but, since
1: it all happened. The, the law is really tightened and like and actually like there's a whole department for it and all that stuff for, just, that. Wank, for wanking. <laughs> just wanking <laughs> <Yeah>. just
0: wanking wanking <laughs> department <laughs> yeah come in yeah well, game, get him off the streets <laughs> into a department <laughs> <laughs> wanking department <the> <laughs> just uh, let me in <laughs> I mean yeah Ooh. yeah it's you know you're disgusting <laughs> 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 but the book which I've neglected to bring out with me is in the dressing room. Or maybe I should, George, go and find that book. Uh, I was... I'm sorry about that stuff I said about you being incompetent before. <laughs> you might that might this book might hit you on the head, Joel, as, as it gets thrown in. Uh this is it's a little bit. Uh... I mean, I was I was saying before uh, you, before uh, when I was talking to the audience that I've written a book that was quite similar about the year I turned forty. Yes, uh, but you've only slept with forty people. That's nothing. Uh, so <laughs> it's uh, but it's it is it's, a, it's an interesting book because again, you're very honest about your sex life and your failures and successes, and so so it, the the idea of the book is it's. Um, you, you, you as a uh, child in your diary wrote that you, well, a young man, you'd had sex once and you yeah. were worried you weren't very good at it and you thought you'd be good at it once you had sex with 40 people. Yeah. Let's chuck it across. Hit your, oh, that's very kind of you, George. That was the most competent thing you've ever done. <laughs> uh, so, uh, here it is, it's not me, it's them. Yes. Um, so it's it's kind of a, it's a, a autobiography it's... That, through, via all the women you've shagged. Yeah. Is that fair to you, say? But,
1: yeah, I suppose so, yeah, and it's like... You know, because forty, it, it like it. I just, it's um, kind of the amount where it's a lot, but it's also by by modern standards. Oh, shit, they say, but by modern standards, people are fucking mental now, and they go out and they just like with Tinder and everything. They like it's mad, like especially with so many people, <laughs> and so forty is actually not that many. But also, from a stand-up comedian's point of view, it's like it's. I, I also just use it as a framework to like you know, and it's like. So it's kind of like, it's all tr- it's all true, but it's like, there's a, obviously a few fabrications in terms of trying to make it the, the right structure to make it work as a book. Like, yeah. it's how I put my shows together, and basically, I, I'm sure you write your books in the, the same way, but it's basically like writing ten Edinburgh shows and then fitting those ten Edinburgh shows together, yeah, yeah. essentially. I
0: mean, it's, a, you know, it's, a, it's an interesting idea, and it's a nice way of doing it, and it's, uh, you know, but I think there's, a, you know, you've obviously kept... Uh, a record of somewhere of the people, <laughs> a list of the, of the which I think a lot of people do. Yeah, um, it was not in like a creepy way. Well, you know, I didn't sort it of. Was like you weren't masturbating to that woman in a creepy way. <laughs> were you? It, was a, it was a romantic. That way. was
1: sellotaped hair and stuff like that.
0: <laughs> but um, but yeah, I
1: just and then I framed it through uh, the uh, the idea is that I'm on a, um, uh, my first date with my person I'm about to marry in September and. Um, uh,
0: Currently, and um, <laughs> I and, mean it's not your first date. Is <laughs> we're about to get married in September. This is our first date. What? Uh, you, you, you've subsequently got together. Yes, and are about to get married in September. And it's and
1: it's like I, I started writing that book probably when we'd been together for like uh, six months, and we have been together like uh, almost sort of uh, two and a half years now. And uh, so it's all still good. Yeah, it's, it's like good. great. <laughs> and um, so I, the end of the book is I. Um, I just basically I, I've proposed to her at the end of the book, and uh, so I ripped out the last page, and I um, got her to come come into the flat. She read the whole book. She was like, "Oh, the last page is ripped out," and I said, oh, "I'll come home. I'm not really sure about the ending yet. It was like the first draft," and um, and I just before she came, I put loads I put loads of candles in the flat because that's what they did on Friends, and um, <laughs> and, and then um, I uh, I put on a, I put on um, like a classical. Spotify playlist because I thought that's kind of <laughs> feels quite oh, sort God. of nice and um, and then uh, and I had I bought a candelabra. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know, know. I just I bought a candle. I thought that's what the kind of thing you'd do. And then um, and then uh, just before she she got through the door, I was pretty panicked. because the, the music was so depressing <laughs> and so so funereal and so I was like okay. And so I. I quickly changed it to sort of a soundtrack classical playlist. And, um, and so she comes through the door, and it was much more better, it was my upbeat, and she comes in, and I, like, I get down on one knee, and I read her the last page, and well, I go, honestly, this is true, as soon as I start to read the Will You Marry Me, the, the Jurassic Park theme tune comes <laughs> in. And... <laughs> So genuinely, I was just like, "Will you?" I was like, "It's beautifully, planned. And, um So that's uh, yeah.
0: So... <laughs> well, I was because the book is yeah ends with, as as you spoilers. It ends with this proposal. I was kind of wondering whether you'd giving the book to it because my wife writes books and I often yeah. leave them for a, like six months before I read them. She <laughs> <laughs> writes so many now, you know. I just, I say, oh, yeah, I'll read it eventually. You like, just sort
1: hurry up, hurry up and read the book. Uh, but, because yes. I started comedy with your wife. Yes. Like, right, like way back, like like 11 years ago, I remember we were like, yeah, it was me and Katie and there was a few, like few, we basically all started at the same time. Like we were all at the same gigs all the time. Yeah. And um, so it's lovely. I, when you guys got together, it was very, very exciting. Yeah. It's so lovely that you're, it's all still great, and it's all like it's, she's well, still around. You know? So yeah. Cool. Well, I'm, so know, I'm, that sounded. I've bad. got. But, like, I've, like, you know, but, like, I mean, I'm as surprised as anyone. <laughs> It's just really cool. I, just, it's, like, it's, I think she's no, just a lovely person. If yeah, we've
0: got kids, there's no escape. Uh, so there's nowhere. Also, I, I'm too old to escape. Uh, and also, I, in, I, in I, that jumper, you look like you've escaped. I, <laughs> <laughs> it's a prison I love jumper. her. All right, I love her. Shut up. I still love her. I love her more than I ever did, idiot. <laughs> It was so ruining nice. my life by making me happy. Um, I hope you're, uh, you're well, you, so you get mad this year. Yes, in yeah. September. Wow, Have you got any tips?: um, <laughs> uh, Don't masturbate with other women on the Internet. Yep. That's a given. Uh, if you do, just <laughs> try not to get filmed. <laughs> be one of those people um,
1: who puts tape over the camera. Yeah, <laughs>
0: fuck off. Do uh, what they tell you to do, they you to yeah, do. Okay. don't disagree with them okay don't disagree that should work both ways but apparently not <laughs> 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 I only have one child and really look after it
1: <laughs> <laughs> we had a um, we had a meeting about the wedding where we were getting married abroad and um, but then we found out that we had to go to like um, a sort of uh, what what do you call it when you go? You got to go to like a sort of. Chapel, VD
0: clinic. VD clinic.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you know, like you have to go to a, a ceremony place where you have to sign the documents oh, yeah, yeah. before you go because actually the wedding abroad is not a it's not a wedding. Yeah, the old Mick Jagger excuse. Yeah, yeah oh yeah, and so and um, but so then, but then I, now I'm saying on a podcast, but I I, I just said I said to her, so I was she was like, oh, so we got to sign the documents before you go. And because it's not, it's not a proper wedding when you're there. So I was like, oh, so basically we're paying for a play. <laughs> and she was like, don't call it a play in front of, in front of the wedding planner. Um, but um, but yeah, we're doing a play ne- next year. Um, <laughs> this year, that's so exciting.
0: Yeah, that it's lovely. It's, a, it's, it's really exciting. It's a great. You know, enjoy the day. I think the thing is, it's it's so, uh, you know, it can be so much pressure and organisation and actually it's just you know I think if you're going away that's a great thing to do because you should have a laugh yeah not too many people can come exactly
1: yeah but we've only got we've got 27 people coming okay that's right
0: um And
1: uh, because we we picked a beach that could only hold thirty people, right. <laughs> and so we just we yeah we immediately says there's, there's still three spaces if you fancy, okay. it, Richard. One I was leaving it open for
0: you. Okay, that's nice to know. Um, Where's well, it going to be? A, in Mykonos. Okay. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And uh, so it's very it's very exciting. We've kind of found, we've not we don't really know each other. No. It's quite weird because it's like. Like, I think genuinely, I think you're the only person over 11 years of being a stand-up comedian. I think, genuinely, I think you're the only comedian I've avoided. Um, <laughs> but, like, not on purpose. Like, it's like, I feel like we've just not, we've never crossed paths. I, I think, think maybe we, we said hello gig, at something. I think it was a
0: gig. I remember meeting you at a gig. Yeah. And thinking, you're a bit too good looking. And uh, you were quite, I could sense you were quite ambitious. I can't remember oh, what it was exactly. No, no, but you were, but then that, it's that, is that, that's not a bad thing, I don't think, because I think you need to be now. I think yeah. you're sort of driven. You were interested. And Louisa, when I met Louisa Amalam the first time as well, she was just asked me loads of questions. About, yeah. You know, and I kind of thought, okay, yeah, she's going to do quite well,
1: this girl. It's just, well, ho- hopefully, it, I just, I mean, I, just, I, I like to think that hopefully people think I'm a good enough comedian to, to, to hold up my career. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it, but that's, you have to. That's but, the worst but, thing that I you don't mean
0: you can't do comedy now and no be, and not be a good. That's it. And it's like
1: it's um, yeah. Hopefully, uh, and even with the, the jungle thing when I did I did a, a huge tour after it, obviously, and because you sort of capitalise on that, and it was like 130 dates, and it was it was massive. It was so it was like my wildest dreams, and um, and it was great because I knew I had loads of stuff. And you had like, a, it was like an amalgamation of five Edinburgh shows worth, all sort of put together. And, and what I wanted from it was people who hadn't seen comedy before, people who had never seen me do comedy before, hopefully will all leave and be like, oh, that's way better than I thought. That's, <laughs> and um, it's, uh, yeah, and I, I think. Hopefully, what most people experience in my comedy is they'll even think it was better than they thought it was going to be. <laughs> um,
0: but you've been playing, you've been playing the hamster of Apollo on your tours. Yeah, and, you know, so it's a big deal, and it's the, and that's the difficulty now is building that audience. You either have to build an audience very slowly, yeah. you know, by, by going back and and working really hard, or you know, or try and get that bump. But then there's no. Yeah, the people won't stay with you unless you've given them a good night of comedy. You know? yeah. so, that, they, so There's a hundred comedians touring all the time, and so want... there's a lot of choice. If someone goes and sees you and has spent whatever they've spent yeah. and it wasn't any good, they're not going to go let's give him four more tries. Yeah. And, then...
1: <laughs> and from my perspective, it was like I, I knew that bubble of ridiculousness wasn't going to last. So it's like, yeah, it was crazy at that point, but I want to be able to go on another tour and if 50% 25, 30% of those people come back to my next tour, I've still got a tour. Like, it's yeah. fine. I don't want it to completely... I don't want 3,000 people at the, the Hammersmith Apollo to walk away being like, I am not seeing that guy again. <laughs>
0: absolutely not. That would be quite impressive if you managed that, though. <laughs> <laughs> that's, the, that's one way to go. I'll get 3,000 people in and piss them off so <laughs> much. <laughs> so much. See? He is absolutely <laughs> racist,
1: secretly. He held that in in the jungle <laughs> a long time. <laughs> How did he hold it in when he was so hungry? <laughs>
0: Hey, I to. I to. I should have talked to James Acaster about this a couple of weeks ago, and I didn't. But you were on Pointless with James Acaster. I was. Yeah, you did quite well to begin with, and then we, you, had, you bombed out. We really, we really fucked up real bad. You, you took some chances, and I admired that. Yeah, but it was stupid. We went, we went, Acaster was particularly stupid.
1: We, we went down. We went down in a ball of flames. Yeah, and it was. Um, yeah, it was really fun because it, it was a comedian special and um, and of course because it was called a comedian special and it's just like it's like a daytime show of course that sort of on Twitter everyone's like comedians never fucking heard of them <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, oh a comedian it's just supposed to be funny that's <laughs> it um, and and so, uh, but it was so fun. And so we just, because I used to do the warm-up on Pointless. Oh, right, yes, yes. I did that for like two years or something. So yeah. I felt like I was kind of like, it, it's like being back there again and it was part of the family and everyone's still the same. It was so nice. And, um, and we, yeah, we really, we really, I fuck, we fucked up. But like... Um,
0: I just because I watched the end and... Um... It's uh, Tom Allen and Ellie Taylor, I think, who get through to the final bit. Mm. And right until the last 10 seconds of the last round, Ellie Taylor is trying to get the highest scoring answer. (laughs) So she's managed to get to the final, into the final bit and she's going no Andrew Lloyd Webber's musicals um, Phantom of the Opera that'll be a good one wouldn't it that'll be high and Tom Allen's going well quite a lot of people know that she's going yeah that's, that's good though oh she's going oh do we have to get like the lowest one she's like what is this not family so board? she got through <laughs> someone got through to the final I mean it annoys me I've been th- on three times and not at one it's so difficult someone got through to the final I didn't understand what the game was <laughs> and they got a fucking pointless answer <laughs>
1: Yeah, uh, it's plus right It was pretty, yeah, it was, yeah, we played an anarchic game. We sat down you know point. That was
0: fun. You all sat down. We all sat down. Richard Osman stood up. Yeah. It was,
1: it was very good. It was like, I always thought he was, you know, he's just was so, so tall.
0: <laughs> I'm over it. Um, <laughs> so, uh, well, uh, let's, well, let's quickly talk, talk about, um, you and Nish Kumar you kind of you, t- you managed to team up with a lot of different uh, of these comedians of yeah. your generation so you and Nish who we had on quite recently re- he was a replacement for someone who couldn't turn up really yeah. we wouldn't have had him on normally <laughs> uh, and um... <laughs> Is a very good comedian, and you'd, you're you're um you'd you'd go around the world. Is there, are there any more of those, Joel and Nish Fingers versus the world? They,
1: yeah, I think so. And that's
0: quite a nice job, isn't it? Oh, it's really fun.
1: Yeah, we um we kind of uh, we started it when um you know when when travel weren't being done <laughs> so frequently, and um and uh, basically, if you don't know, it's like Joel and Nish versus the world, and um and it's we basically go to all the f- fittest tribes in the world communities in the world and try and keep up with them for a week and um, and it's it's amazing we like just go to the most insane places uh, although on the third series they've told us that, that budgetary wise we will not go to be going to such insane places <laughs> uh, we may be staying in crazy Europe <laughs> yeah. um, and, uh, and uh, but we <laughs> and so uh, but it's about like, you know, we went to like Mexico and I had to run this like ultra marathon. It was like like 35 miles, 33 miles, something. And then I tried to do it in sandals and then I was just, it was horrible. And, Why um, did you
0: try and do it in sandals? Is because that's what just, they would have done. In that's an what they
1: Greece? did. Yeah. 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 And so it's like, because I've, I've got this thing where I like really like I love I love doing the fitnessy stuff. I really love going for it and doing it. And Nish really loves laughing at me, so it's like a perfect, perfect team. <laughs> but did team. he do the run as well? He did. Well, he joined in on the run in the last four miles. It was a, okay. honestly that was the most amazing episode. Like that was the most insane episode for me out of all of them. It's on Netflix if you want to see it. It's so good. And it's um there's this, this uh, tribe called the Tarahumara, and they're just insane, incredible runners. They're like naturally amazing long distance runners and to the point where sort of americans have gone keep going there and then since the 80s they sort of found this tribe and they've tried to sort of take take advantage of them really and like put them in give them sponsorships and try and get them to run races but then that's all really messed up and stuff and um and then uh they're just incredible so nice and they really cut themselves off from the world and i they have this drink and I think it's called Pinole and it's basically it's like a, it's their version of an, an energy drink and they all drink it before a race and, uh, and during the race they all sort of hand it out to have a sip of it and it's like so you're supposed to have a sip and Nish the night before the race he would sort of we did a scene where he's like Joel I found you put some panole I've got some he gives me a bottle of it like a Volvic massive bottle of it <laughs> And I think I thought it'd be really funny to down to down it. I thought it'd be really funny in the scene to be like to drink it. Be like I feel amazing, yeah. And I did that, and I was like fine. And uh, then we all went to sleep. And I woke up in the morning, and I shat myself more than I've ever. I shat my insides out. There was no, there was no insides left it was I, like every I would leave the toilet and I'd be like okay cool I'm absolutely fine and just keep shaking and like it was insane I've never had it in my life and um, and basically I didn't know but it's actually a diuretic and it's like it's got like oil in it it's like like really bad to drink loads of it and um, and the thing was they they're, they're, they're sort of the, the traditional dress that they do these running these running races in is like a white skirt <laughs> So they give me this white skirt to go in and I'm I'm like literally like I'm standing there let alone running for 32 miles and I'm like I'm going to shit my white skirt before the start line and so I'm in this like white skirt and I'm like oh I'm not going to shit myself and is just going like ha 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 Brexit and um and, and he's just like laughing so much and then we, we start the race and I'm like, I'm, I'm like, all I want to do is just not shit myself by the first corner and the embarrassment of being like God, this is the guy who's travelled from England to just join in this race they've never had it before a guy come in and join this race and I just go, go, and he just goes, and shits everywhere and, um, and luckily I literally I waddled to the first corner and then it kind of... and then the doctor gave me loads of this stuff that sort of makes you not shit yourself. And um, <laughs> and then I I sort of continued running. And then it kind of... there was a few times where I thought I was going to do it and then I didn't. And I ran the whole like 33 miles. Nish helped me for the last. And I, I I love running. Like I love running so much. And it's like if if you it's such a mad thing. Like it's something something about it because it's so repetitive and that's obviously why it's bad but it's also there's something that's so brilliant about it because it makes you just think about stuff and it clears your mind and it's and it's like so wonderful and it's also so weirdly emotional when i've done marathons in the past and that And that one, I, like, got to mile 25 and I just could not stop crying. And then I got to, like, mile 26 and I wanted to shit myself again. (laughs) And I was basically, like, shitting and crying for the last four miles while Nish was just running beside me. And I just was crying my eyes out every time I walked past, like... The, and the, the the guys were so lovely. The whole town was so, and they were cheering me on. And every time they would cheer and be like, "Go!" and they'd hand me some panola I'd be like, "No!" <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and I ju- and then I finished the race, and I was in like I was in tears for like hours and um and then then we, annoyingly because he'd give me so many pills that like, i didn't shit for like three days it <laughs> got completely the other way and um and but it's it's uh, that was one of the most amazing experiences yeah. of my life it's such an amazing thing to be a part of i wonder sometimes whether it's as amazing to watch as it is to be in it
0: <laughs> do you think it was the shitting yourself that made it special Or dead? yeah, yeah.
1: I think it was. And I don't actually think they really sort of contained it in the episode, to be honest. They contained another... Basically, on every episode... I don't know whether this is interesting or disgusting, but the... Um, on every episode, someone in the crew or cast shits themselves profusely. Right. Because of obviously the places you go to. And we went to Peru. And, um, and I, I just... One of the f- funniest moments I've ever experienced in my life... Uh, I, at the start of every episode, Nish basically goes. I, I go like, "Where are we, Nish?" And Nish tells me as if I'm fucking stupid, <laughs> and because and, um, that's our dynamic and it's fun. Like, yeah. and because I'm like, "What's Brexit?" And he's just like, "Oh well," and and then and so I go, "Where are we, Nish?" And he goes, "We're in Peru, Joel." And he'd just been had this mad stuff and like. We just set up this shot. It was the most beautiful shot. I had this beautiful, massive crucifix in the back, which is like overseeing this huge, like vista, beautiful mountains. And it took like hours to like set the shot up. And we this, we start walking down, and we go, and I go, uh, so I go. So where are we, Nish? And he goes, We're in Peru, Joel. And we're like, Oh, just runs away and just shits himself in the bushes. And you can just hear it on the microphone. He's like, Ah. Honestly, up to this day and they kept that in the episode because that is the funniest thing
0: you can't get funnier than sort of shitting themselves in the introduction but there's a bit in your book where you I mean there's lots of bits in your book about this sort of thing there's a bit in you're flying back from I'm a celebrity and you shit yourself on, in business yeah,
1: class yeah because you ate
0: too many cheesecakes because I oh uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah uh, the, the,
1: the doctors tell you to not eat dairy um, and so immediately I got out and had two cheesecakes <laughs> And um, yeah, and I just vomited everywhere. But it was so soon after I'd eaten the cheesecake; it still tasted like cheesecake. That's nice. It's nice. And you've been good. eating
0: uh, goats' <laughs> testicles and penises before, exactly. Yeah. So you know, still, that's that's still better than that, isn't it? Was it? Horrible, but I was still like, I was like, oh. oh, oh. <laughs> so it was delicious. Is it that? Is it that bad eating animals' uh, testicles? It's actually
1: not that. B- no, I, it's, it's, it's I hate to say it. It's actually not that bad. Yeah. Like you. You you're so hungry by that point that you just will eat anything that's not rice and beans. And this is the thing that everyone for years now everyone is like, oh yeah, you get snacks though, don't you? You get snacks on the side. <laughs> and um, but you don't. You just so, yeah. I, they they don't even tell you in the show how they like they can't convey how hungry you are. Like it's insane, like how hungry you are. And um, you just talk about food or basically. The that we get me out of here that you see on television is basically what's left when they've edited out you talking about food. <laughs> that's essentially it. That's essentially.
0: And it. you get to sleep though. And that's why that, I, I, I'm now quite tempted to go on because I'd actually get some sleep. Yes. You said slept, you slept best sleep you've ever have in your life. The guy from uh, Diversity slept for 23 hours one day. Yes. <laughs> that just sounds like. Heaven. I mean, like if you can oh, just, just literally allow <laughs> to stay asleep, doesn't anyone come <laughs> and poke you and say you've got to do a challenge, mate? I'm asleep. Just fucking amazing.
1: He's so tall. You just always see this massive leg over the side of his hammock. You'd be like, oh, Jordan's asleep again. It's um, it's like it's yeah, it's mad. And I try to not sleep because I just go into the bush telegraph and talk instead. Yeah. And um, but it's the best sleep you'll ever had in life, because like, you don't have coffee, you don't have sugar, you don't have like you don't have hardly anything. So it's just like completely cleanses you of everything. Yeah, I'm going on. I should go on. Just you should go on. do you think? You, like, I, I know you. You, you would, but you'd you do great. <laughs> like, you'd do great. I mean, you've got other stuff going on, but like, you know, I think you're a nice man. Uh, you know, I yeah. mean, no, I'm real. I'm realizing now, I shouldn't have
0: avoided you for eleven <laughs> years. But you're a nice man. I just, just, I'd like to eat the insects and the testicles and stuff, but I can do that at home. <laughs> yes. <laughs> To get them all, or, order them in. Just see if I can do it. Oh yeah, I can do it. It's fine. That's true. Not a problem. That's true.
1: You just order them in. Just order order in some some insects. And be like the, the guy, the delivery guy. Will be like, have you got testicles? <laughs> <laughs> all right. On.
0: I'm going to ask you a emergency question. This is one I've kind of not got written down, uh, but it's. I think it might be interesting to you. Um, John Bronson was on, and he was doing, He's done a podcast about uh, in the porn industry now because it's Bus they don't make much back, money. Yeah. yeah, they they uh, do they do kind of tailored porn to your, yes. to your particular fetish. If you could have, I mean, it doesn't have to be an actual fetish, but if you could get porn stars to do anything, the weirdest fetish that you could think of, and they will do whatever you say, that isn't currently available on the internet, what would you choose? What do you think's not catered for? For me, there's not much um, porn involving ventriloquist dummies wanking yeah. people up. <laughs> Yeah. And so I would happily pay some porn actors to do that for yeah. me. No, I'm not interested in watching it, just be interested in it happening. Do you think there's a fetish that's not... Have you got a fetish that is not uh, uh, capable? Um, if there's anyone who'd answer this question, it should be you. <laughs> yes.
1: Yeah, luckily, the fetish of myself is already taken. <laughs> yeah, that's already taken. It's quite easy to find. Um, and... Uh, uh, d- being a guest on a podcast, wow. that fetish hasn't really... That's a real... <laughs> that, that'd be a grey one. All right, come
0: that, on <laughs> If you're lonely, man, if you, you could have just rung me up and said, I'm not, I just want to be wanked off, I'd have come and done it for you. Uh, yeah, I don't... Uh, yeah. Yeah, it's a hard question, it's a hard question. Well, literally. Here's, a, here's an easier question that I think the answer is yes to, and I haven't asked this for a long time. Joel? Yes. Have you ever tried to suck your own cock? Yes, of course you have.
1: How did it go for you? Obviously. Yeah. Like any man that hasn't tried, you're a fucking idiot. (laughs) You're a fucking, what are you doing with your life? Like at some point someone's gone, nah. No, I can't. Um, But then I wish I had, the first time I ever tried, I would probably.
0: Like. I mean, if you'd been able to do it, you wouldn't have gotten all that trouble, would you? That's probably it.
1: That's it. I mean, I probably wouldn't have done anything. No. I wouldn't have, wouldn't have got a job. I still, I wouldn't be doing this. I wouldn't have written a book. I definitely wouldn't have written a book. I wouldn't have got nothing done in my life. I, um, it's at that point where you, you're sort of, it's exciting in your life where you found this new toy, and like, you're suddenly like, what? And I just, yeah, you, 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 of, course you, of course you try. When I first found masturbation when I was 14, I then uh, fell off my bike and broke broke both my wrists and was in a cast oh, so two casts so I then I then was I just found this thing and I was like oh shit <laughs> uh, and so I just I mean you're 14 you still do yeah. it you just sort of do you, know, you can sort of it's, it's sort of grated away with two casts <laughs> absolutely fine <laughs> hopefully that won't be as, as graphic to the, the podcast
0: listener <laughs> You know it's being filmed, right? It's being filmed, uh, oh. <laughs> so, Secretly filming it. Yeah. I want £50, or this is going out on the internet. Um, what is the... What's the worst thing a teacher ever said to you at school? Or did you... I'll, I'll ask you as a man, because I, um,
1: I... had a teacher who used to say, mark my words, and I was like, that's literally your job. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, the, um, uh, yeah, I, I, I like... Yeah, I'd, uh, um, I think comedians all had teachers that were like, "Oh, you're not going to about do anything," and all of that stuff. But um, I always think, I always think the worst thing in school, like, I, I like, I, I wish I went to school in America because they leave on the bell, you know, because when the bell goes, they grab their stuff and immediately go because that's what they do in the movies. But in England, you like, you try, like, we've all we all try to leave on the bell. The bell goes, we grab our bag. But in England, they always go, "Oh no, you leave when I say, <laughs> not the bell." And you're like, well. Why didn't you get rid of the fucking bell? Get <laughs> yourself a watch. That's why I It's good think. that
0: you kept trying, though. That's the thing. The bell always went, you always tried, and they said, Always oh, tried. The bell is a signal for me, not for you. Uh, yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's
1: a fucking loud signal, that. <laughs> it's a very distracting signal for a group of 30 kids.
0: <laughs> get <a> text now. <laughs> In this day and age, <laughs> that's what's going to happen. Right, let's look. Old school emergency questions. So I left my new school emergency questions book backstage. <laughs> uh, uh, well, this is a good one I've never, I don't think I've ever asked this This is 111 If you're following at home <laughs> What is your favourite keyboard shortcut? <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: F4? <laughs> what does that do? Oh, I have no idea. <laughs> I have absolutely no idea. I don't really know. I don't really know. I don't really know. You don't really know What's know yours? Uh, I, am I allowed to flip I, your emergency um, questions?
0: I like uh, Control-Alt-Delete. Control-Alt-Delete. I, mean, yeah.
1: I was doing that with my hand, and I was like, what's this one? Because this one's my favorite. Control-Alt-Delete. <laughs>
0: Control-Alt-Delete.
1: Control-Alt-Delete. I delete.
0: like... Uh, I like the ones, I can't remember what they are now, but there's one that mm. get you, can get you E-acute straight away without you oh. having to toggle through everything, without really having to go to another web page and copy and paste yeah. an E-acute from somewhere else, which is what I usually do. Yeah. But you can go and find that. But I think there's think there's buttons that... You,
1: I love uh, I love it when you, uh, you accidentally press the... In, is it the insert button that means it sort of goes back on itself? And so, like, and you're typing and then it won't... <laughs> I don't really know what it does to. It. I mean, you're like, ah, and then I'm almost. I'd say probably about five to ten times in my life, I've been like, my computer's broken now, but I didn't realise I accidentally pressed that button.
0: Yeah. Well, once you've got kids, my daughter managed to change uh, the pound symbol, like you know. Yeah, I know what to, a pound symbol. Well, <laughs> not, the pa- not the not the not the old weight Europe, but yeah. the The currency, the old currency that will disappear. <laughs> yes. Uh, once we go back into the EU, you know the pound. Um, she's managed to put that on a different button, and I can't work out how she yeah. just went. Eh, okay, and then now I've got to do what I used to do for the hash symbol. It now makes the yes. pound symbol. I've got two different computers, and they do it differently, and I can't. So
1: I feel like they are probably going to actually just make the pound signal a hash signal, signal. <laughs> That's going to be like the international currency. We're all going to come together. It's going to be like, um, yeah, I reckon. I can I have that bagel for hash pounds, please. Yeah, it would be good. That could work. That could work, actually.
0: Do you wash your legs when you're having a shower? Mm.
1: Yeah, Yeah, um, probably, um, yeah, yes, I do. And it'll be my favourite part of the shower. I don't know whether it's going to be one of those things where a comedian says a thing and then... Uh, you know the, the the mark of a good bit is when you say an observation and people go ah oh, ha, ha. <laughs> and of uh, a bad one is when you say something and everyone goes no it's just you, and uh, I when I wash myself in the shower and then before I get out I just get all the water off my legs and I go shum shum <laughs> and so much comes off yeah and it feels great because I feel like I've just done so much of the towel's job. <laughs> That's my favourite. So okay. I feel like that washes most of my legs. I'm sure that does. That I sounds do like a very efficient
0: efficient wash.
1: Yeah, yeah. I feel like that's... I Basically, I was trying to save on the towels. Okay.
0: One more from here, and then we're going to go back. What else? Time's, time's moving on. Moving not, on. Not as quickly as it did with last week's podcast, but still... It's fine. It's fine. Maybe we oh, won't wait, speak look, for another you've 11 years. Quite, have you got quite small feet? Yes, size so Seven. Oh, I've got to say, I'm, yeah, I'm sort of like six eight, and a I'm half. So, I'm, yeah, I'm I'm sort of eight. So that's I considered that small for a tall man.
1: That is small. Yeah, it's honestly it's hard to stay stood up on a windy day. Yeah. It's just like it's um they're yeah they're very small like and they look, um, but they I, look fine. Then. I quite like I, I quite like it. I think it's absolutely fine. Yeah, um, they're
0: smaller than my feet. That's,
1: yeah, I've got very small hands. Oh, uh,
0: I think got, I've got normal, got, you got, you got hands. regular, big man's hands. Yeah, um, I'd rather have small feet than uh, small hands because no one's really notices the feet, but the hands... It's true. A baby's hands on your... I mean, when you notice it, it's weird, isn't it? It's yeah, like, why has he got a little hands. girl's hands? What's...
1: They look like normal size next to your feet, and that's it. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> the... If
0: you were in the film The Cobbler, <laughs> and you had a magical cobbling machine, that if you cobbled the feet on there and then put the shoes on, you became that person, what person with size six or seven shoes... Would you become if you could become any person? For this, I understand you do need to know someone else's size six or seven feet. Yeah, it's and I, unlikely.
1: And I, I'd say well, mainly women. Yeah, I think with size six or seven. Well, feet. it would make
0: more sense because there's a bit where Adam Sandler, who has size maybe eleven feet. Yeah. Uh, the only way they can get him to be a woman is for him to do quite an offensive, certainly in the current climate. Trans uh, transsex transvestite. I think maybe or transsexual person. Uh, and so he becomes like an amusing man dressed as a woman and that is quite offensive, yeah. unusually for an Adam Sandler film. <laughs> <Yeah. It's> ins- <laughs> He's insensitive to quite an important issue and then tries to cover up by going, hey, we're all the same though. I hate fags. No, come on. I don't hate them. I just don't want a dick in my mouth. Come on. <laughs> um, that's him not... Don't boo me. That's Adam Sandler. That's just every Adam Sandler film. So it'd be good, you could effectively do that film and be women.
1: Yeah, I would, yeah, it'd be great. And I do, and I me and Or small girls. Me and yes, yes. Like, Children. Give me a If have you got size six, six feet? It's just three no, women. You could be, we'll you could be
0: a the lady in the front. You've got a size six feet as well. That's a, yeah, you got a choice. there we
1: go, I could have your life. It'd be great. It's like great because me would you, and Joel
0: fi- Would prefer to be you than himself? Or do you, who do you think's got the better life out of the two of you? Be honest. No, you're wrong. No, it's you, Lou, it's you. Um, I've read his book he's, disgu- he's literally disgusting it doesn't matter that he's settled down now I mean I, you know you, you could say this is the pot calling the kettle black <laughs> 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 he's literally the most disgusting man. and I've had a champagne bottle put on my uh, anus he's still disgusting yeah. Yeah. Like, he makes that seem charming yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> I'd make it into a video. What do you, think that, what do you think's the <laughs> worst... What do you think's the, worst, uh, you think the most disgusting story in uh, in your book? Um, I mean, they're not all you being disgusting. There's no. Some, those are other people
1: it's, being uh, disgusting. Look, yeah, it's usually... Usually the like, it sort of turns around and it's not... it's yeah. not You know, it shows me to be an idiot, not the other people yeah, that are nice. in it. But um, uh, a girl pissed on my floor, yeah. like, once. That was probably horrible. I talked about that on stage a lot, but it's like... Um, yeah, it was a Tinder date, and then she came over, and she was really drunk, and then just she pissed on the floor. And
0: um, I mean, accidentally or just uh, I can't be bothered to go to the toilet. I or just, you didn't. Or you refused to tell her where the toilet was. Yeah, uh,
1: yeah. I was like, I haven't got one. You're
0: gonna have to go there.
1: I live in a prison. Um, and I, uh, yeah, she, she pissed, she pissed on woke up about six o'clock in the morning, and um, and because uh, I just was like, well, just go to bed. For, you know, here it was weird and um and I just had to go to bed, and then she went to bed, and I slept on my floor and then I woke up at six in the morning, she was pissing very close to my head <laughs> and um then i yeah then then I was just like I didn't know what to do, and then she, she 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 just sort of went back to sleep, and then I went back to sleep and um yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then um and uh yeah. Then we, she actually, I cooked her breakfast and drove her home. <laughs> Genuinely, I did that, and um, then we went on a second date, and I shot on a carpet. Um, I, I, did do, I didn't do that last bit, but, um, but yeah, that's probably the most. That, that yeah. was a real bit where I was like, "This is horrific." Again, it's another story where you're like, "Oh no, this is bad," but it's gonna be stand up.
0: It's <laughs> a great stand up routine. Because when I was dating, Tinder didn't exist. So the yeah. last time I was dating... And, like, MySpace and Facebook had just sort of come in just in my last year yeah. of wonderful freedom before <laughs> I finally fell in love. Uh, and so it must have really changed the the yeah. dating scene. So, like, in a way, to only sleep with 40 people if you're a sexually active person is kind of... It's insanely not sanely nothing. It's like it's not. That's the mad thing. Yeah. And it's...
1: um. It's changed everything, but it's also like obviously for the better and obviously for the worst. Like there's so many diff- nobody like like values anything anymore. So you know where you would like go, talk to someone across a bar and take get the confidence up to go and speak to them and be like, oh my god, and that tension and excitement that's gone now because like if you kind of you don't have to do that anymore. You just have to do that with your thumb, and that's fine. And uh, and now you know. You would be like, oh, their eyebrows are weird, but I love them so much; it's amazing. Because it's, I'm probably not going to meet another woman ever again. <laughs> Whereas now they're just like, well, I don't like their eyebrows. I'll get a better eyebrow on tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> and um,
0: so it's sort of like Groundhog Day. Yeah, it you know? is. So like, yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and I feel like people do get stuck in that thing, and and um, yeah. So it's not. It's not. But it's, you not do, but
0: it's still. I think it's still what nearly for everyone that kind of lifestyle eventually wears yes. you down. I mean, sometimes it wears you down for a bit and you go back to being monogamous yeah. and then that wears you down for a bit and you go back to being a slag again. But yeah. eventually... <laughs> eventually you, you know, eventually you sort of hit a, a point of realisation that it's... Yeah,
1: it's not, it's like... Yeah, no, I mean, what you realise, isn't it, Richard? Nobody's happy. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, so it's like, yeah, so everyone's just kind of... Yeah, no, no, for the grass is, it's, it's like, it's always greeter for those people because like, they're like, whoa. And then the people who are in relationships are like, oh no, I wish I had Tinder back in my day. And not you, but like the, I, no, um, no, I do. you know, but people. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, but like, it's But I also think we know, I thing. think
0: in my, you know, I was, I wasted so much time. I was alone so much of the time. Yeah. In my 20s, you know, I was alone all the time. Because I was working, and then I was too shy to talk. Yeah. You know, to, to, to chat to people. If there'd been like a way of talking to people online, I, that would have been okay. You know, it would just been nice for the company as well, much as anything. It's good for stand-ups because I yeah. think
1: stand-ups aren't uh, like uh, I think in that same way. i you know, people assume that you're an outward person and that you're really confident and that you would go up to someone in a bar and be like, "Hey, what's going on with your life?" and um, or something from yeah. not the 1920s. <laughs> and um, and uh, but like I. It's, we're not like those people and no. that's why we're stand-up comedians. It's because we're awkward weird people. Whereas those dating apps actually kind of gives you, it gives you a level playing Field from because the people who did well, it used to fucking annoy me so much. The people who would like get the women that you were like, you was really interested in were the people that were the fucking dickheads. The dickheads that were the ones who just go over and be like, hey, what's
0: up? <laughs> <laughs> and um, and I was like,
1: fucking on I'm a nice it Seems
0: man. Seems like you could have done that, but you are great at it. The two, yeah. two times you've gone, hey, what's going on in your world. I don't know why why I, I wanna have sex with you now, so <laughs> we can the... have sex. Okay, cool.
1: Yeah, it's um but yeah, it's uh and but with comedians we it's it was nice because you can write something funny yeah, yeah. and then but you also, you know, I really it. what
0: I did a I did a show where I, d- I dated 50 Women in 50 days. So I sort of did mm-hmm. Tinder before Tinder and it was just like going out with people who were friends of friends. But it actually go, oh, actually this is a great way to this is a better way of doing it because yeah. right, you know, you're meeting lots of people and then eventually you will go, oh, hold on, you know, I found someone or you yeah. know, it's 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 the looking really seriously or like waiting for the right person to come along or sitting, waiting for in your own house, waiting for somehow for yeah. love to arrive. You know, if you get out there and just have fun and meet people, and that and doesn't mean you have to you... have sex with everyone, but it just is... You yeah. just go out and meet people. You will find someone that you that you like. And, and you learn stuff about yourself. Yeah. Sorry to get
1: deep on it. But I think the more dates you go on, the more sort of... If you have sex with more people, then you kind of, Not in a bad way, but you kind of... that. You kind of if you you kind of realize what you want and what you don't want, and then you sort of you sort of cross it off the list. You go like, that's not something I want. I, that, I want that in them, but not that. And you don't want to be too picky. But then I met my person I'm getting married to, and I was like, that is that is, that is everything I wanted. To put that's all of the best things of anyone I've ever met, with none of the bad sex. Yeah. And like, well, I love her. She's the best.
0: Just you wait. Uh, so it's just went up twice. Yeah, <laughs> it, it just gets better every day. That's why. That's what you're going to find it's just, just better every day. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's good. I, w- I wouldn't wouldn't go. Even, I wouldn't in my, even if Katie died. I wouldn't go back.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you try and suck your own
0: cock again, though, would you? I would. No that chance. No chance there yeah, it was terrible Is what I said. Luckily, luckily, my wife she doesn't really have a sense for you about stuff like this. It makes, it makes me keep on saying it more. It's good. I'm such. I'm just a, a lovely person at home, so it's fine. It's fine. Oh, bless you. Let's cut this out. Let's cut this bit out. Uh, so it's <laughs> um, well. Look, hey, you You um. You're going to, Are you touring? You're in the Netflix Comedians of the World. Yes. Which must is that made a big difference? To yeah, kind of.
1: Yeah, it's, uh, well, it's it made a big difference in the, So, there's the Netflix half-hour specials, which were put all over the world, and um, and so it was me and three other comedians from the UK did it, and uh, and Nish was one of the other ones, and um, and it's been great. It's really it's kind of made a difference here, but it's also made. Uh, it's. Made, I mean, it's made a difference in the way that people from Brazil go, when are you coming to Brazil? And I'm like, never. <laughs> uh, and um, But it's, uh, that's kind of the main difference, really. But again, it's like we talked about, it's that thing, like you could do projects like that, which kind of hopefully gives you the sort of, that you can walk that path well in terms of then you can, those celeb things that yeah. you, you do like, I'm a celeb kind of balances it out, and you go, I've got... Half an hour of comedy of Netflix that hopefully is of a caliber. But because it's everywhere,
0: like. you can you know you can go to America now and and sell tickets in America. Yeah, yeah, and it's it's. Uh, mean, if think... you do, are you doing? Have you, have you been to America before? Yeah, and, um... I'm
1: going to go there soon, and I'm going to do a little bit of it. It's not. Yeah. I I love the comedy circuit here, and I love. I I just love it here. I think it's so, like, just such a wonderful petri dish of brilliant talent, and Edinburgh is like such an amazing thing. That the rest of the world doesn't have the other circuits All the world, they just don't have that and it's so it makes everyone so creative that we that it's just it's so great for us and, um, and so I love it here I just love it here and I, so I don't want to go and make go to make it big in this, I just, I've just not no. got any interest in that really
0: no I never had an interest and luckily they there was no interest <laughs> but you know, it was a mutual lack of interest <laughs> <laughs> that, but no you know I, well, I thought let's crack the UK first yes <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, and I'm, you've got to keep trying. You've got to keep going. Got to keep, got, to keep going. got to keep hustling. See how it goes. It um, oh, well, there was loads more to talk to you about. I, we could talk a little. You're right after that piece of set fell on your head in. The, oh yeah, yeah. No, look at the scar. It's
1: like mental. My God, it's like proper big. Yeah. Um, I was doing a, a TV show in Australia, uh, the after show of sub, and um, it was just a windy day. And um, luckily, I was sat down. Otherwise, I would have fallen over with my small feet. but um, <laughs> The um, the, the just a bit of set that had been there for three years, it just blew over and smashed me in the head. And I just it was the look on the crew, everyone was like, oh. like everyone was looking at me, and I was like, oh, I think I'm okay. And then I felt the blood coming down the oh, side of you. my head and my neck, and I was like, I'm gonna die now. <laughs> <laughs> this is the way I'm gonna die. And um, I, I genuinely, I, I think it's one of the only times in my life where I was like, I thought I was gonna die. And I, and it was also, it wasn't just me and everyone else was like, you're going to be okay. Everyone else around me were like, oh, I think this guy's going to die. <laughs> I think this guy's going to die. He's going to die in front of us. And... Um... And uh, and then I got went to went to the doctors and it was kind of okay and then and then they sewed it up and then I went on live television the next day. Did you?
0: any any effects afterwards? Any like superpowers okay. or yeah? Can, now you can be you got the powers of a piece of set.
1: Yeah, yeah. And <laughs> um, yeah I yeah have an I have an incredible talent to uh, host live television with a slight concussion. <laughs> um, no, it's uh, yeah. So that was amazing because like all of the I mean. ITV shat themselves (laughs) and um, but everyone was very nice very nice to me and so it was it all worked out all right. you didn't see if you
0: sued them no for for emotional damages I
1: think think it's you know just like hopefully they'll keep me going on the channel yeah (laughs)
0: Well, that could be your bargaining chip exactly. now. Exactly. I'll okay. sue him when
1: I stop working.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just threaten just to do so. Um, cool. And so you're going to be touring the UK as well this year? Next year, next, next year. Because
1: I toured all of last year. And so, yeah, I'm going to go um, start next year on another tour. And, um, uh, yeah, I'm, like, writing it now. I'm going to go to Edinburgh to do, like, a work in progress for two weeks. Cool. And And... Um, and just sort of work that up, and um, yeah, I'm really, I just, I'm really having fun writing a new show. It's really fun.
0: Good. Well, I look forward to it. I'll come and see you in Edinburgh because I'm going to be up there do. doing, doing this stupid show as well. So oh, I'd love to. Let's all go, love to let's see you. Let's, let's hang go. out.
1: Let's, let's, let's hang out and make up for the last 11 years. Yeah, let's see. How it that's, goes. You
0: know, that's, that's really try That's our what best. this is. I just meet people for an hour and they go, that's enough, isn't it? It's friendship. That's, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's enough. Yeah. If I like them a lot, they can come back a second time. That's <laughs> how it works. So, uh, this is my social life. <laughs> there's loads more to talk to you about. So, you know, there's every chance. I haven't talked about Sienna Miller. We could talk oh. about. Oh, yeah, that. That's great I'm stuff We're not going to talk about, about, talk about that We're not going to talk about it We're going to hold that For oh. for the second They all to, uh, second. When you <laughs> went When you went Into the jungle Had Trump just been Elected president Or just he, made
1: president He'd just been, uh, just been, been president Made president The night before I went in Were you so, worried That
0: uh, you were going to Die in the jungle In well, the
1: nuclear war Yeah well, kind of, cause It was just a mad thing Where it was like A reality star Had just become a president yeah. And now I was just about To go to a reality show yeah. And I was like I'm going to become president um, if, may, if anything it made me have lofty ambitions <laughs> <laughs>
0: it's good that you saw it that way uh, uh, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen please give a massive round of applause Joel Domit you have been listening to Raha La with me Richard Herring and my guest Joel Domit thank you to PEST for providing this music thank you also to everyone at the British Comedy Guide everyone at the Leicester Square Theatre everyone at ACAST everyone at sky potato everyone at go faster strike and like i said leicester square theater i'm indebted to my producer ben walker he's very good despite all the things i said when he wasn't here and also this is a sky potato fuzz of go production Go to rahalastabha.co.uk to find out all about this podcast and how you can support us with badges and get loads of extra content and be entered into draws and find out who the guests are before everybody else. Go to richhang.com gigs and you can find out where my UK tour is going to be. It's very exciting. Please come and see us, if you can, in London or elsewhere, my fan friends.
1: Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quinn's.